what do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you crazy? Who are you rooting for, I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. I am very excited for this episode. I know you're going to love it. I've got this guest again, you know, guys, I've been on this track with my guests coming straight from Clubhouse relationships that I've built over the last couple of years. And this guest was such a coveted meeting, right? A person that we met online through Black Girls Do that she ended up having her own room under the Black Girls Doom umbrella every Tuesday morning. This guest is a boss, and I'm going to give you her intro in a second, but I just want you to have your phone ready because I want you to make sure you follow her on the interwebs wherever you hang out online. So today, today, on this very special day, we have Miss, well, Coach, Miss and Coach Jalen A. Jones. Coach Jalen is she calls herself a vision to profit business coach, which I actually love. One of my favorite titles probably of the year so far of my guests, but she's a speaker. She's a founder. She's the founder of Black, Pretty, and Paid, which I want you to look up and we'll talk about that later. But she's all over, all over the interwebs. You can typically find her at Dare to Be a Millionaire. So if you search for that on Instagram, if you search for that, um, you will find her. But definitely make sure you add her on Instagram real quick right now while you have your phone out. Um, but she is also the creator of a paid university and created like the first HBCU inspired business conference, which I think is really cool. And we're going to talk about, she's got a conference coming up this September, which I think is technically fall. I think September is fall, but later on this year, she's got a conference. It's going to be on the 9th, um, the 9th of September through the 11th. And we'll have links for you to go get a ticket to this. This, this event is actually called the Black Entrepreneur Homecoming Experience, right? That's where the HBU theme park comes in. It's kind of cool. You might want to check it out. It's a virtual and in person. Coach Jalen is based in Atlanta, so she's not too far away uh, if you're on the East Coast. And she's definitely worth checking out for this conference and just in general. Why? Because Jalen is, she's an innovative visionary, right? That's the whole vision to profit thing. You caught that. But she's skilled in business and sales. And that's, those are two things like I talk about a lot on the show. You've heard me have folks on the show to talk about sales, to talk about business things, but she channels her experience and expertise into like stimulating and advancing and sustaining wealth for black businesses and, you know, their owners and founders. So I just love what she's up to. I absolutely love what she's up to. So we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about how we met on Clubhouse, what she's doing, her big conference that's coming up, what her group, Black, Pretty, and Paid. I mean, who doesn't love that title? Come on. I just, it's one of the first things I remembered about her and her brand. So without further ado, Hi, Coach Jalen. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, hey, hey. So excited to be here with you from Clubhouse to the podcast. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. Almost all my guests this year have been from Clubhouse. And it's really cool because I literally, I feel like I found some of the best people on Clubhouse period to have on my show from so many different walks of life. So I gave you an intro, but like, what did I forget? What makes you tick? And tell us a little bit about your background so we can get into what you do like now. Yeah, so uh, just to take it back real quick, I'm initially from California, from Los Angeles, but I always tell people that I am from Atlanta because that's where I was mostly born and raised and did all my schooling. But I went to a HBCU, a historical black college and university, Fayetteville State, go Broncos, cross Alpha Kappa Alpha there, graduated with a business degree with a concentration in healthcare administrative uh, administration. And then I went off to chart a path in healthcare while also being an entrepreneur. So from the first moment I got uh, a career in my field after college, I was also simultaneously an entrepreneur. So fun fact, you know, about me is um, I don't really know what it feels like to work in corporate or to have a job without having a side hustle or a business venture of some sort. I've always had my entrepreneurship with me. So that's just a little bit about my background. And prior to starting Black Pretty and Paid in 2020, was predominantly working in healthcare and corporate sales and business development for one of the largest healthcare companies in the nation. When I just kind of started learning about 
my metrics and, you know, what type of value I really had with the company that I was working for. And I realized that salespeople make companies anywhere from high five figures to six figures a month, making it over a million dollars a year. And that just kind of made me sick to my stomach to think of all the money that I had generated for these companies and how I hadn't yet did that for myself. So I charted a path to make six figures my minimum wage by starting Black Pretty and Paid and helping other entrepreneurs do the same. So, I mean, what got you interested in doing that specifically? If you were in sales, I mean, you you were good at sales. And then did you have a conversation or like what was the like spark there that landed you into doing that? Into, into Black Pretty and Paid? Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I have always like really the truth is when it comes to entrepreneurship, I was an entrepreneur before I knew the word entrepreneur. Like I can remember back to being very young, always being industrial and finding ways to be creative, to generate income so I could do little things that I wanted to do, whether it was going to get candy from the candy store, being the candy girl at school or babysitting cats for the neighbor. I was always finding something to do, even trying to get my first cell phone at, at like 12 or 13. I always found something to where I, if I spent a little bit of time or if I did something assistive or administrative, it could generate me some type of cash. But once I graduated from college, I actually saw that there was a need for black entrepreneurs to have, I mean, professionals to have support with their resumes and interviewing and salary negotiation and career development. So that was my first business. And there was a business solution side to that company. And I was kind of giving out business coaching and really didn't know how to monetize it. So I created Black Pretty and Paid University after working for a direct sales lipstick company for a very, very, very short time. And they, you know, if you've ever been in direct sales or MLM, they always want you to brand it like it's your own business. The whole thing about MLM and direct sales is they want you to treat it like your own company. So I called mine Black Pretty and Paid. And my whole intent was not to sell lipstick. It was really to teach Black women how to sell even if it meant they had to direct sell to learn the skill. So that's where it really came from. And I, it was born out of a course creation masterclass. So that's how it started. And the pandemic really just took things to the next level because I just started to see that there was really a need for people to transition from working full time to actually working for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Clubhouse was a great way to put yourself out there and have those conversations and, and, and garner those types of people to you. So no, that's really cool. And I'm with you. I used to have a pet sitting business when I was, I want to say it was like 12, 13. I was living on a military base in DC and I started a pet business there and I had it for a while. And then it turned into like full-fledged babysitting. And I promise you I was making bank. And I didn't realize that like the whole pet walking business was sort of entrepreneurial until much later, but that kind of stuff shifts you. And you're absolutely right about the MLM stuff, whether it's you know, makeup or skincare or Tupperware or whatever it might be, they absolutely teach you to make it your own, to engage with other people. You learn a lot of really cool skills to be able to run your own stuff. So absolutely. So tell me, tell the folks listening, what were some of the skills that you feel like you learned from that MLM that you really were able to immediately take home that maybe you still kind of tap into today? The truth is I didn't learn any. I actually, this is going to, be my honest truth. It's my story. I can say what I want. The truth is that was when I realized I was playing life really small, being in that MLM or direct sales company. I adored the um, CEO and their family. However, I realized that the women that were a part of the organization had a very hard time selling learning how to sell without sounding like a multi-level marketer, which I think we all know what that sounds like. We can see a multi-level marketer from a mile away. If you have anybody in your family that's in the MLM and they use the same tactics that have been used since the beginning of time, you like try to go the other way when you see them because it could be very like overwhelming, if you will. So I was just noticing like there wasn't a real content creation skill. There was no real business development, business acumen, sales processes. Those are the things that the women struggle with. And so me being in the direct sales marketing company, 
I looked at myself one day and said, this is not the game that I want to be playing. I do not want to play this small. I don't want to be a top salesperson here. Number one, there was no real, the ROI was not anything that I was looking to really get rich from, you know, and I just felt like it was overtalked. And I think that's what happens in MLMs and direct sales companies is, you know, oh, you've sold $10,000 worth of product but that is how much product you've sold, not how much money you've made. So I started like really reading between the lines of the leaderboards and the position titles and all of these accolades. And it just didn't feel real to me. And so the whole purpose was me setting out to teach women how to sell. Well, when I realized there wasn't that level of receptiveness there and for there to really be a turn of profit, I decided to let it all the way go and to venture off to build my own company. And I, that's how it came about. So that's my little story. <laughs> well, it sounds like you learned not to play small and that there was a bigger world for you out there than what you were kind of stepping into. And I think a lot of us have had that happen at some point or other where we, we, we do something, right? It's either maybe you walk into a conference room, you step onto a stage, you do something and you realize this is not it. This is not it. I've actually surpassed this already. And there's no way this is going to work because it's actually backpedaling. It's not going in the right direction for me. I'm too advanced for this level. And that's, that's a really cool thing to realize because you know immediately what to do. You're not sitting there like, well, shit, I don't know what to do next. Or is this the right fit? Or let me just try it out. There's no really going back and forth, you know, pussyfooting around with what to do. You're like, "Mm -mm, this isn't it. It's time. It's time to shift gears. So I love that. I love that. And I wish that more people would sort of take heed when these kind of things happen, even if it's not like this, it's something similar and they actually make that move. Cause sometimes people get into something where it's either over their head, you know, it's too much, it's overwhelming. It's maybe too far advanced for them in that moment, or it's the opposite. And you have to know which one it is and then how to move forward. So it looks like you realize that pretty quickly and then you made a decision. So you started black, pretty and paid and you're doing well with that. And what does that look like? I mean, what were the type of women that you were attracting into that group? And then like, how did the pandemic shift things for you with that? Yeah, thank you for asking that. And the truth is the development process just continued because Black Pretty and Paid started in September of 2020. And as I grow, my audience grows. As I shift and go bigger, I look for women who have a bigger vision. So there's been a lot of lessons with growing a community and not playing small and how your customer avatar shifts as your business grows. But the other part of my story is that after I started with the direct sales company, I also got into digital products. And my first digital product was an ebook about entrepreneurship. And that's when I realized how to separate my time from making money. And um, I started really getting active on social media with live streaming and really being intentional about content creation and investing in myself. And my stepfather was really, really, really excited. I mean, he actually was one of my great, great supporters, but he ended up passing away in August, the same week that I wrote that ebook, my first digital product. He passed away at the end of that week. And so when I flew out to Atlanta to help bury him, I took 31 days off to be in Atlanta to plan his funeral. But as I was getting his arrangements together by day, with his daughters, his biological daughters. I spent the nighttime building this company and I could say it was built out of grief, but it was more so built out of his memory of knowing that he was an entrepreneur, but he was a self-employed business owner, which is much different than being an entrepreneur that I desire to coach and teach, which is someone who desires to go beyond entrepreneurship and go into being an employer. Um, being a leader of their company, a true CEO, someone who runs a small business, even if it's a $50 million small business or a $5 million small business, someone that really wants to make like local and global and as well as national impact. So when we started, uh, what did the audience look like? The truth is, and everybody may relate with to this, 
being that we're all professionals and entrepreneurs, is you attract who you are. And so I attracted women who were in certain stages of their life and of their becoming that really needed to bud. And although I had preceded them just a little bit, there was still so much growing and expansion that I had to do. So I attracted a lot of new, new and aspiring business owners. And oftentimes that was even the language that I use, new and aspiring. But the truth is I am the best coach to women who have advanced, profitable, results-driven agencies, firms, and and online businesses. I'm good at cultivating results at this stage in my career, being two years into this particular business and almost seven years into or seven plus years in entrepreneurship. So when we first started, we attracted a certain type of women. And now we want and desire and continue to attract CEOs, people who are on a six-figure or multi-six-figure track looking to reach multiple multiple millions. And so those are the types of Black, melanated, colorful women that we coach, train, and support. I love it. I love it. And I love the background too. That's important. It's really important how family and and people older than us, surrounded by us, you know, help to shape how we move forward and just those experiences and how that works. Um, I remember uh, Natalie, Natalie Bullen was on the show, was it March, April? Financial Literacy Month, I think was April. So she was on, and um, you may know her from Clubhouse. She's really cool. And she had talked about a story about her dad and how her dad was, you know, just a light for her. And I'm pretty sure it was her dad or her grandpa. It was, it was an, it was an elder gentleman. And, you know, it's crazy how these relationships, either we see other people in our family who either have an entrepreneurial spirit or have this determination that's like none other. And we want to, to let that help shape us or whatever other experiences. Right. So I love that. And I also love the fact that you work with CEOs because I see so many coaches and I don't know, maybe it's just me and the algorithm because we fight, but I see a lot of coaches on the internet who are trying to help people scale to like their first 10 K or their first 10 K month or something like that. But you seem like you're working with coaches that are, uh, they've already kind of been there, done that. They've scaled, they've gotten where they're trying to go. They're in kind of a smooth rhythm, but they're looking to scale even bigger and take that reach even wider, which I love to see because for those folks who maybe are starting out, I think it gives you so many things to look forward to, you know, being able to visually see someone who is making the money that you're looking to make as you have just started your business, right? A lot of people who started their business during COVID the last couple of years, they may not be anywhere near the six figure mark, whether it's six figure weeks, months, you know what I mean? Quarters, they're not there yet. So seeing you do that, and I remember you had several rooms on Clubhouse, we'll talk about that in a sec, but seeing you do that, I think is very inspiring to those women. And I, I saw it on Clubhouse, right? When I would kind of come in and help mod or whatever with the Clubhouse rooms and support. But tell me a little bit about how that looks and really your life, like inspire some people some more. Tell us a little bit about you personally and how getting your shit together in your business, being able to make the money that you've wanted, what that has looked like and what your lifestyle has benefited from being a boss and being a CEO in your own company. I really love that question. So, so I'm really a transparent person too. So Here's my philosophy, and I have a framework called the Wealth Gap Stimulator Business Model. And my whole intent of the way that I teach Black entrepreneurs is I like to give that higher level corporate training to really understand the acumen and the being of business so that you're able to be self-sufficient and independent outside of having a coach. I do think that this is an industry right now that's very, very, very coach dependent. And there's nothing wrong with coaches and mentors. And I know some people are listening and probably like, I can't believe a coach is saying not to be coach dependent, but it is the truth. You have to be very forward thinking and still maintain leadership in your own mind and in your own processes and creativity. It's very easy for coaches to come in and create many means um, of themselves. So one thing I really defied gravity on in the coaching industry was not talking about $10,000 months and not talking about $20,000 months and $100,000 months when I first started. I really focused on helping people believe in $5,000 months first. 
because the, what I found was there were women who were like me who had these desires and wanted to get this information, but it wasn't just behind these big, big, big paid walls. It was almost like a secret society to get into, like, how do we get to a certain point in our business when we're doing more than $10,000? So there are women that I've helped who didn't have a six-figure business, but that's some of the sweetest work I've done. Um, but it definitely takes a six-figure, seven-figure woman. So even when the woman doesn't have the income or the revenue generated yet, there are just certain characteristics of a woman with a business that's going to stimulate the wealth in her family and in her personal economy. It's just certain characteristics. And I can wrap it up in three characteristics. And that's that person has to be called. They have to be courageous and they have to be committed. So called, what does that mean? If you look up the words, it may even have like a synonym to anointed, like being called and pulled into what you're doing. Like it is your purpose. It's like a magnet. If you try to step away, it's going to cling you right back. It's kind of like <laughs> for a lack of better uh, analogies right now, if anybody has ever been in like a really addictive relationship, like with an ex or whatever, it kind of just pulls you right back. I, your purpose should do the same thing, if not greater. So women that I work with, whether they're at $0, $10,000, $30,000 or whatever, they have to have a six, seven figure plus, plus, plus spirit. And it takes them being called courageous is being daring and unapologetic and using something bigger than just can I can spirit. Courage is scary. Sometimes courage causes you to do things that have high risk associated with them, but you do them with bold action and big movement. And the last is committed. There's a process inside of trusting the process. And I look for women who aren't just looking for a quick buck or quick cash injection. They're really invested into the long game of their vision because they know that six figures is not their stopping point. It's a green light. So I have traditionally worked with women who are rapidly shifting from $5,000 months to $10,000 a month. And because of that, I've been able to really crack the code to wealth gap stimulation because I've figured out the issue between people who can generate $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month, and $100,000 a month. And it's a level of skill. That's, that's really all. It's just a level of skill and, 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 and self-awareness. That's literally the main differentiator. So now that I've been able to crack that code at that level, even when coaches weren't talking about $5,000 months, like there are some coaches who would damn me for talking about $5,000 a month, but it was my way of stepping into this industry unapologetic. And it's led me to the $250,000 plus, plus, plus online business owner that now desire to work with me and to be coached by me. So me being an alchemist to millionaires is serving millionaires even before they're millionaires. So um, I, I pride myself in results isn't always money, if that makes sense. Sometimes it's really about the spirit of the woman and does she meet that spiritual criteria, that courage, that call, that, that committed, that's really going to help us blast past a certain revenue mark in a matter of time, just with them being all in in the process. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. I love that you said that you were an alchemist to other women making millions. It's just so dope, the work that you're doing. And I loved hearing you on Clubhouse. I remember before you started doing your Tuesday rooms, you would bring, I mean, you bring this the conviction and this confidence to when you speak that makes other people, one, believe that it's for them, right? You have this vision to profit business coaching practice. And I think it's cool that you can help people bring that vision to being paid, right? And and that they can you can help take them on that journey. You've got different ways to do it. You've got obviously, you know, requirements and this and this, but that's how you roll. And you work with these women and you help them get their stuff together to get to the coins. And so they can start bringing in that revenue and doing the things and you're fulfilling your purpose, which is obviously really which you say you would say this is your purpose, right? It is a part of my purpose. Okay. So it feeds into part of your purpose. I, I definitely feel you there. And it helps to 
give back. I guess it's like giving back too. You're giving back, you're spreading your knowledge, you're boosting other people, you're giving them that confidence boost, that inspiration, helping them to solidify that vision and take that vision across the finish line, or at least to the bank and help them make money. Because there were so many people who wanted to make money, who lost their jobs, who were laid off, who were furloughed, whatever, and they needed to make money. Hey, can we take a pause real quick? I just want to let y'all know this is exclusive and time sensitive. If you're hearing this, there's a really good chance that either I have a spot open or I have a spot opening on my one-on-one program that I offer. So I only do four slots at a time because this is like the most intense, thorough, intimate way to work with me ever. This is my creme de la creme, like four bad bitches only. This is for solopreneurs who have a nine to five, who work in corporate, who have some sort of job that they are doing and that they're doing really well, but who also have a side hustle or a business that they are running on the side and they want to build and streamline their goals towards. A lot of us have strategy. A lot of us have plans here and there, but most of us don't have accountability. A lot of us don't have a support system that's solid. And the rest of us aren't organized and have strong boundaries, have routines, like all of that. So I'm going to help you get it all together. This is a three-month intensive one-on-one coaching program where you have full access to me via Voxer, We have seven, seven one-on-one calls with each other throughout the three months and you get routines, you get customized affirmations and audios and all kinds of things to help you succeed. So check out the link. It's in the show notes. It's also on my website, WhitneyDanielle.com. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note. Let me know. If you know someone who needs to get their shit together in this manner, send me their information. I will totally hook you up for the referral. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Let's get back to the episode. There were also people who had been just kind of daydreaming about starting a business prior to the pandemic, right? And they just hadn't done it yet. And this was kind of like, well, shit, I can't go out anymore. I can't go do the things I've been doing. So maybe this is a good time to start. And so that's when you also started to see an influx, it sounds, of people coming to you. So now you've got this conference. So tell us about this conference and where this fits into the picture of everything that you just said. Yeah, and I and I definitely don't feel like I even covered the um, pandemic part of it. I was living in California at the time when I started Black Pretty and Paid initially, although it was a technically founded um, while I was on the East Coast and preparing my my father's arrange my stepfather's arrangements. But when I was on the job, I got my first six figure role, like base salary, in the pandemic. So I started making six figures in the pandemic, and I had worked my ass off to get to that point in my career where I could land that type of base salary. Anybody in sales, especially if you've been in sales for over 10 years, you know that base salaries start very low because you can earn so much in commissions. So it was a big deal for me to get that type of package because I still had this unlimited potential at commissions, even with a larger base salary. This is when the pandemic happened. So things started shutting down. I had to get really creative with generating business and started using tools like LinkedIn and SEO to find business. And then the riots related to George Floyd's murder were happening in Los Angeles. And I lived right in downtown LA. I was having the hardest time sleeping. I was so restless. I was so anxious. And I was really disappointed in the fact that the company I worked for really didn't show any regard, in my opinion, aside from probably changing their logo black or whatever everybody was doing at the time for his untimely passing. But what I do feel is there were a lot of companies that were forced to start making noise and putting their money where their mouth was when it came to black professionals and entrepreneurs. So I felt like the portal to black wealth opened when George Floyd passed away. I don't know what spiritual connection that was, but there's always like a turning point in time where we have this huge opportunity. And recently, Magic Johnson was at a conference that I was at, and he was talking about this as as well, that we have a good three to four years to ride this wave of really getting rich and wealthy as entrepreneurs and professionals. And we have to scrub 
corporate and contracts and the marketplace for our opportunities before that portal closes. So for me, me starting in the pandemic was such a grand opportunity because I just saw how recessions and downticks in the cycle of the economy are really an opportunity for us. And we've been shut out of those conversations in the past as black and brown people. You know, I'm sure you have a very diverse audience, but we can all understand, you know, what that really looks like. So whereas other cultures in our nation may understand the benefits and the features of a recession or a downturn, I never understood that until I was in 2020 with a six-figure job, realizing that that wasn't enough money and that there was more for me to get with the opportunity that was being presented and really having to seize the moment. So definitely wanted to touch on that. And that's what even led to the Black Entrepreneur Homecoming Experience. I resigned from my job March 11th of 2020 at 11, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And anytime I'm on Clubhouse, I always start my rooms at the time I resigned from my job as just the OD2 making powerful decisions. But um, I knew I needed to bring community together. I didn't know how this was going to happen outside of digital spaces, but I knew I needed to bring community together in the form of a business conference. I didn't know how difficult it was going to be, but I set the path to um, move from California to Georgia and I set the date for the conference and started marketing to Black entrepreneurs and the whole event was around Black entrepreneurs coming home to wealth. And there's a lot of talk right now about like HBCU culture and how that culture cultivates us. And I'm a living, breathing testimonial of that. So I wanted to create a conference that has that energy all up in it. Regardless if people went to an HBCU or not, they would have that immersive experience for a weekend so that their identities can be changed and they can realign with their purpose and really be bold in their action in business and professionalism. And that's where the conference really was birthed from. That's so cool. It absolutely is cool. And I I love that you told the story about, you know, the pandemic and and George Floyd, what was happening and your employer at the time and just all that. And it's interesting how a lot of us, especially women, especially black women, women of color who are in corporate, a lot of us tend to have something that's happened or that continues to happen that tends to be either a trigger or something that pushes up. It's, It's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I love that you shared that story because we all kind of have something and, you know, yours could be way different. Somebody listening could have, you know, maybe it's just like a slow, a slow death to the camel. Maybe it's a real abrupt one. Maybe it was something real petty. Who knows? Who knows? But we all kind of have something that just tips us over. We're like, I don't need this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't have to deal with this. I'm better than this. I can create something different than this. I can shine differently. It's just, we know that. And once we realize that, And once we have our bearings in order, a lot of us make that shift. And, you know, I'm actually one of the people who I would say is on the other side of the spectrum for a lot of folks I talk to just online and on Clubhouse and stuff who I don't hate my corporate gig. I'm a consultant, so I have a different type of work that I do just in general, but I've been doing cybersecurity forever. And like, I've been in tech for my whole career and I just really enjoy the stuff that I do. And I've learned a lot. And one of the biggest lessons I learned was from a guest I had on my show a while ago, who was actually my Uber driver. She, she had a Tesla and she's like the first black woman, the first, probably first black person I had known and met that had a Tesla and she was driving it on Uber. And I was like, what are you doing in the middle of the boonies of Virginia? And I had her on the show because she's just amazing. She's a software engineer. She has a contracting company. She works for the government. But during the time that I met her, that's when the government had shut down. And so she couldn't do her work. And she was bored as shit in the house by herself because her son was like off in college. And so she started doing Uber. And I met her and we had the best chat. We bought I still talk to her today. And I remember her telling me, Whitney, if you're going to have your full-time job, and I know you want to get out, you know, you want to do your own thing. The one thing that you need to do is to make sure you're, you're, garnering experience and you're getting value that you can apply to your business. And I always was like, huh, I know that's not a bad approach. I can dig that. And she really meant the whole gamut. She meant like management sales, right? To your point about learning sales, um, how to read a room, how to work with people, how to, how to sell things that, you know, other people don't know how to sell well or whatever, taking those things and learning, um, learning how to, how to be a better entrepreneur is really important. So I just want to add that in for those who, are in that space right now. Maybe you're, 
Black Lives Matter protest moment hasn't happened where your company, or you know what I mean? Maybe that hasn't happened for you yet, but it's pending. Um, just think about stuff like that and think about ways that you can set yourself up for success once you decide to shift gears and sort of move on. I mean, this conference sounds amazing. So you have an in-person version of it, right? People can join virtually if they can't, you know, fly in or they're too far or whatever, whatever. Um, and then you have, it's preferred people come in person. So it's in Atlanta in September and it's what, two days? What is the 9th or the 11th? What yeah. Is so actually just a little background. So it is a three day uh, conference. Uh, I do have a private or a secret day for my members. So members of the Black, Pretty, and Pay University community will fly in and come in a day before for a private VIP day and brand shoots. So we're super excited about that. But the first day of the conference officially is September 9th, and our VIPs get a private session as well as some mini brand shoots. And then later on that evening, there is a homecoming extravaganza networking power hour. It's going to be super amazing. And then the first day of the official content of the conference for everyone starts on September 10th, and it's going to be our learn and leverage day. So they're going to be learning the mastery of the newest uh, strategies as well as technologies on the marketplace for sales, digital marketing, and business development, and leveraging business credit, as well as bigger contracts to really grow their business, leveraging partnership, leveraging their skill set, and really just turning their business into more of an asset in a succession plan versus being a very expensive liability, which anybody that's entrepreneur knows that having a business is like having a baby and it gets very cray cray with expenses. So we're going to be learning and leveraging on the 10th. And then the grand finale is the launching day. So we'll be spending a full complete day discussing the art of launching, launching masterclasses, launching events, launching webinars, launching, you know, launching new products, launching new services. So that will be uh, the last day of the conference. And then there's an award ceremony where one of our attendees is able to apply and be nominated to be awarded the Black Entrepreneur of the Year uh, award at our, at our conference. So it's, it's going to be exciting. It sounds it. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the attendees to go in and to get all this value. I just, I love conferences and networking events and just being able to go out and meet people. It's just an incredible thing to have community. I think, especially with how we were just cooped up for two years and couldn't go outside, couldn't play with our friends, couldn't travel, couldn't go to all the conferences, meet all the people, do all the things, learn things in person, except, you know, only online. It just was difficult. It's been a, it's been a time. It's been a really interesting time. So I'm absolutely here for all of the in-person stuff, obviously, you know, taking it as safely as we can, because apparently there's a new variant and it's just annoying all the stuff that's happening. And we just really want to get rid of COVID and all of its friends and just get back to being able to meet up in person. So I love it. Um, and you said there's a promo code, right? People, what's, what's the, we're going to link in the show notes, the website to get tickets, but where else can people find this? Yeah. So I can't wait. And I'm excited for all that will be coming. Your life and your business will absolutely be transformed. There's nothing like our experience and what it does for our attendees and their development as multi six figure business owners. And the code that they can use is all capital letters scholarship. And that code uh, will take $175 off of their seat. And if they're uh, paying full price, if they decide to use our Zezzle platform to purchase their ticket with uh, four interest-free installments, they will be able to um, just add your name, Whitney, and just the fact that they listen to this network and spill segment, and we will honor and throw our flowers and roses at Whitney for sharing this with her amazing audience. And we'll be sure to share with her, you know, her commission on those ticket sales. Well, there we go. Look at that. You guys, you all have options. And I know I have a bunch of folks who've been on the show who are from Atlanta. One of my guests recently was from Atlanta and or is from Atlanta and lives out there. So we have several people on the show, who've been on the show who are natives. And we also have people who are local, right, nearby. So if y'all are local and you're available, please swing through. Um, if you have friends, I know a lot of us have friends in Atlanta somewhere, uh, send them the link, 
right? Send them the link to the event. There's time, right? You can book your tickets. You can get that discount. You can get the hookup and you can do the payment plan, whatever you want to do, but you can get yourself there if you want to go in September. So really recommend it. Um, Jalen, I want to get into the rooms that you had because I kind of forgot to go into the clubhouse bit because these clubhouse rooms were really powerful. And this is why I had, I knew I needed to have coach Jalen on the show because I would watch her command a space. So I can tell you if she's commanding spaces virtually on a weird app called clubhouse and she's doing it all the time, I know she's going to do it in real life. So tell us a little bit about how your rooms on clubhouse have changed the game for folks what topics you tend to talk about on Clubhouse and just any other fun facts from you hosting the Tuesday rooms with Black Girls Do. Yeah, yeah. so the first fun fact is over 90% of the attendees from the Black Entrepreneur Homecoming experience last year came from Clubhouse. So I thought that was super cool. I'm excited to see Clubhouse show up and show out again with just bringing us the most amazing, affluent professionals and entrepreneurs, as well as the amazing folks that are gonna come from this podcast. And so the dope thing, I'm, I'll share what the Clubhouse Rooms did for me first. And so what they did for me and what they can do for anyone listening is it can get you extremely comfortable with your voice and with your power and owning your power. There are so many reasons why people don't live stream, even when they know they can. And if you don't know, live streaming is one of the highest probable ways that you'll connect with your audience. So anytime you're deciding not to go live, you're also deciding to basically um, skip out on the opportunity to really have your customers' uh, attention. So the easy way to warm into your signature talks or how to create content with your your voice as you are talking is with Clubhouse. And when you continue to work the app and learn the elements of the app, you end up literally building a community as well as collaborations and conversion. So it's a very powerful app for really finding very targeted buyers. And sometimes people who have never heard your voice in one sitting will hear your voice and they will be moved and compelled to do the thing that they've been called to do in relation to working with you just from one of those rooms. So it's very powerful to be on Clubhouse and it's really helped me connect with a lot of my clients, a lot of my close friends, mentors, coaches, etc. And so I'm really, um, really, really grateful for what Clubhouse has been able to do for me. And in terms of the rooms and what they do for people is I, I feel like my brand and my being has an element of possibility connected to it. And so me being able to stand in my power and to deliver to women and listeners all over the clubhouse app in different rooms and black girls do shout out to Leah Johnson. It has allowed me to expand possibility and belief in other people's mind, one of my phrases is making six, make six figures your minimum wage. And there are certain people that never thought about six figures being the bare minimum that they will ever bring home in their business. Like it is your bare bones minimum. It is a green light, not a red light. It's a sign to keep going, not a sign to stop. And I think that message alone and the embodiment of what that looks like from a perspective beyond just money, 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 make money, money, money. It is so deep and it's so intricate. And I felt like on on the Clubhouse app, a lot of people were getting away from integrity. And so I've been able to maintain rooms of integrity, maintain open door policy, where we don't have to politic about who's on the stage and who can speak and who has input and you know all those good things. We've kept an open room that has really been able to transform thousands of lives from pandemic to now. And I think that is just so rewarding. Even as I'm talking about it, I'm like, damn, you know, you really built a brand off of an app that everybody said was a gimmick. And I was able to take that brand to multiple other social media platforms, as well as to become, you know, permanent members in my communities, as well as clients. So, and got them to Atlanta, Georgia. Last year when we had the conference, over 90% of the people at the conference flew in from somewhere when Atlanta is full of entrepreneurs. 
So it really just speaks to the power of the app. And I'm just honored to be able to continuously use my voice on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I Listen, everything you just said, I mean, wow. Wow. It's, it's hard to find one. <laughs> How do I choose what to respond to first? Well, let's start with the, the six figures being the, the minimum wage. Brilliant. I love that. I absolutely love that. And while that may not resonate with everyone, y'all, it's going to resonate with a lot of people, especially a lot of people who listen to this show. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And maybe it's not six figures that you're looking for. Maybe it's another number, but honey, you have to find that number. You got to find that number and you got to look at it and be like, this is it. This is, this is my minimum number. And I know a lot of coaches will, I've worked with a lot of coaches and they've said, look, you got to know what is your, your, your minimum monthly? What is that number? And then like, what is your dream number? They have you go through all these exercises so that you know how much you want to be bringing in and then you go for it. And then all you're doing after that is scaling bigger and bigger if that's where you're choosing to go. And the way these gas prices have been going up and everything else, it makes sense to scale. It just makes sense to scale. You never know. And our potential is not capped. That's the cool thing about entrepreneurship is you're really not capped. You're capped sometimes with your time, right? You can't have a million clients in in one-on-one programs trying to talk to everybody. Like That's not necessarily feasible, but unless you maybe outsource and get clients, right? Or coaches to, to work with these clients. But a lot of us have constraints working for a nine to five, working that nine to five. And I'm not trying to convert some of y'all to leave your, your jobs. I mean, unless that's your, you know, you're already there. Most of us are already there, but it, it does make sense. It makes sense to me to know what your numbers are and to know that you will be capped. Even if you get a bonus, even if you get two bonuses a year, um, even if you have a side hustle that maybe brings in some cash, you'll always kind of be capped because we only have so much time. We only have so much energy. We only have so many resources in one in one moment. Um, and so it's important for us to know that scaling is important. And it sounds like your conference is going to speak to a lot of these things. So if people are hearing you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if people are hearing you and they're like, okay, I've got my business. I know where I'm going. I want to scale. Um, I know I'm making not maybe six figures, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting close or I'm doing at least regular numbers, or maybe I'm trying to get to a regular number. It's been kind of hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. Um, these are going to be the right people to come to this conference, right? Absolutely. So we, we, our conference and even our Facebook rooms, which I could say is another amazing thing is we in the pandemic were ever able to pull in the spectrum of people that were under six figures and over six figures on one premise and one premise alone is that they're the same person. There's women who are multiple millionaire, multimillionaires. And the only thing this, that they may not have in the present is the money, but who they are and who they're standing in that day is very synonymous to the person that has it in their bank. So we look for people who are already there mentally because that is so important to revolutionizing how you build wealth, how you apply strategy, how you shift with these goals. So we serve people under six figures who desire to do over six figures and people over six figures who are on their way to multiple millions. And I like to think of those people as very similar because of the criteria, the spiritual criteria that they have you know, to really stand in a room boldly. And it's a stretching space. We like to call our spaces no shrink zones. What sometimes the person that doesn't have it in their bank but has it in their mind needs is to be around the person that has it in their bank. All they have to do is be able to see it and feel it and touch it and put a name to it. And it revolutionizes the way that they think of it and the possibility and the closeness of it. And just that alone is a rapid shifter. So I love serving people who aren't afraid to invest. I love serving people who aren't afraid to put in the time and the effort. There are a few little weird sayings right now with with me. One of them is I want to automate my business. The other is I want to just make passive income. And the other is like, oh, get systems and hire a team and all this stuff. But the truth is there is no team on the planet Earth. There's no scaling. There's no passive income. There's no systems and automation that will take away from the journey to get past that multi six figure mark. And it takes courage and commitment as well as being called. It doesn't take the systems and all that stuff. That's like exterior. And it's very low vibrating. It's the it's the inner energy 
about it um, that really makes the most sense. So we like people who are able to get in the space and be committed to it, understanding that they're a source to the business. Yes, 1000%, 1000%. And I'm glad that you mentioned all these things because I think it's definitely going to pour into someone and definitely show them what's possible. So thank you for, for all of that, which you just said. And y'all listening, if that resonated or if you know someone who like, you know, kind of maybe needs to hear this, please send them this episode, right? Just forward it to them. However you're listening, just send it to them because we need to hear things like this. Um, and sometimes we need to hear it over and over. And so maybe, you know, investing in a coach is good for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe going to a conference is good for you right now. Maybe it's not. But being able to surround yourself with the right people is one of the first steps, I think, towards getting to the level that you want to get to, right? Having Coach Jalen, someone like Coach Jalen in your social circle that you follow, like you want to have this. You want to be around people who are down to invest, like she said, like invest in things, um, who are going to actually put their money where their mouth is. And that's another issue I've seen too, is sometimes we're around people and they don't really have that urge to, to really put their money where their mouth is and, and really push the envelope as what's possible for them. And they end up staying kind of stagnant and we don't want to be around those folks for very long. All right. I get it. Some of them may be your besties. They may be people that you started your journey with or did like a mastermind with once, but we have to make sure we are intentional with the people that we surround ourselves with. Um, Black girls do only had the best of the best hosting their rooms, moderating their conversations, you know, having these regular conversations. We just, we only had the best people. And that was because we wanted to make sure that it was representative of, it represented the entire Black Girls Do brand, what Leah was trying to put out there, is trying to put out there today. And, you know, it just made sense. And it resonated with the women that we serve through Black Girls Do. And we have been on Clubhouse for years so shout out to Leah. Um, she's amazing. But And she picked really good people. And that's why I think there was such a big success, right? Black Girls Do is one of the biggest, still one of the biggest groups for Black women on, on Clubhouse. It just is. And you can follow Coach Jalen on Clubhouse. You're still doing rooms, right? Yep. I am still doing rooms. Okay. So definitely, you know, check her out, see what she's got going on. If you're on Clubhouse, you know how to see rooms that people are scheduled to do. You know how to put notifications on for people. If you don't, let me know. Um, but make sure you follow her on Clubhouse for sure, just so that you can see more about her and kind of how she speaks to her people, right? The ways in which she shows up, conversations that she has, the topics that she kind of likes to focus on, et cetera, et cetera. Like go do your research, go do your research. I don't want anybody that I have on the show to you for you to think that, you have to do and buy and, and like go and, and cyber stock and all that. I want you to, like you, like coach Jalen just said, when you sometimes hear the voice of the person that resonates with you, that's enough. So I want you to always take that in the back of your head when you're listening to people. But I got that feeling when I heard coach Jalen speaking and I saw her, you know, she had testimonials. She had people coming up on stage, ranting and raving about her. I was like, Oh damn. Okay. She's got to be legit. If she's got people on clubhouse here, you know, talking about her and singing her praises. So I love what Coach Jalen is doing and where she's going. And I think y'all will definitely find value in something she's doing, right? On one of the social media platforms. So let's recap that. Where are you on the internet? I know you're at Dare to Be a Millionaire, all spelled like normal on Instagram, but where else do you frequent? I know you've got a Facebook group for this conference, but what else? Yeah, I mean, I spend a lot of time getting down on Facebook. I'm an old school millennial, so Facebook is really my jam. However, Clubhouse and Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, those are all places you can find me everywhere. Coach Jalen, you'll be able to search me. But on Instagram specifically, my name is Dare to Be a Black Millionaire. So that's where I am. And I do host rooms on Tuesdays at 11, 11 a.m. And Black girls do. There's a Black Entrepreneur Homecoming Experience Clubhouse Club as well as the Black Entrepreneur Homecoming Experience Facebook group. And there we go. Okay, so we'll link all that in the show notes, y'all. You know this. You'll find all that there. You'll find the ticket link. Don't forget, there's a promo code. There's some discounts, and you can get the hookup for the event for you know September. And share this. Don't forget to share the event, right? If you know people in Hotlanta, I know it's summertime. I'm excited for September. It's just going to be really, really good. So send out the link for that. We'll make sure you have it all. Also, remember, if you have questions for Jalen and you want to know something else, maybe I didn't respond to one of the things that she said when I was trying to go back in my brain to remember everything she said, please feel free to come to our IG live. We're, we're going to have an IG live on Monday. I think that's July. I don't know what day it is. 18th, maybe 
I don't know, but it's a Monday. It's the Monday coming up. So if you're listening to this on go live date, which is a Thursday, the following Monday, I will have informational graphics about this promotional graphics for this. I will be sharing on Instagram. Y'all know my Instagram is at Whitney Danielle co underscore. Um, so make sure you check that out, right? Check that out. Follow me there. That's where we're going to go live and we will go live together Monday evening. Um, it'll be, you know, Pacific time afternoon, but you know, evening for the rest of us. And it'll be fun to have Jalen there. We'll be able to chit chat. You'll be able to see her beautiful face and we'll chat about any of the questions. We'll do a recap of the episode for folks who haven't tuned in yet, but bring your questions, like bring a question. If you have something you want to know, if there's something I skipped or, you know, my ADHD made me miss, please bring it, write it down, put it in your notes, put it on your calendar and swing through. It'll be fun. And that will be on my page, right? It'll live on both of our Instagrams. So after that airs, right, let's say you miss the IG live, it'll still be there. You can go back and watch it later. Go back, watch it, say, Hey, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. It's actually on Spotify now in case you didn't know. I know I've kind of talked about that, but Spotify is a great place to listen to shows. They've got a lot going on over there. I know a lot of us have Spotify versus maybe Tidal or Apple music. I don't know which team you're on. Maybe you're on a couple. It doesn't matter, but it's on Spotify. So check me out there. You can also leave a five-star like little review, like a little rating right there on Spotify. And then if you listen on another app, you know, that's always great too. Just make sure you're subscribed and you, you get those notifications. That's what that does. And you get notifications for when I drop new episodes. So I'll have another one next Thursday and we'll be back at it. Let's see, Coach Jalen, is there anything I didn't talk about that you want to say or any, any final words of wisdom you want to leave for folks? I just want to encourage in this season right now, there is definitely all of us are eager to build our brands and to get into rooms to share who we are and what we do. But I'm really going to stretch those who know that this is your year to blast past multi six figures to not be so focused on getting on the stages, be more intentional about sitting in the room. You learn more when you're listening versus being the one that's listened to. And before I have a conference every year, I attend several. I attend about two or three conferences for my event. I have several clients that have conferences that I support them with. And then after my conference, I'm still attending other summits, conferences, masterminds, if you will. We have to start investing more in spending days being immersive with our business. A lot can happen in three days. A lot can happen inside of you. Your entire life and business can transform in a matter of days. And so my main call to action to everybody is to go beyond the clubhouse rooms, go beyond this episode, go beyond, you know, the networking that we're doing online and really participate in getting yourself in the room. It will be absolutely amazing, no matter if it's my conference or someone else's. So just wanted to share that encouragement. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm glad you added that. I think that's a really great way to sort of end this conversation and 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 let folks go out into the world. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I really couldn't have said it better. I mean, I could have said it differently, but that was really, really good. Really, really good. And putting just giving us hope for the future, things to look to do, things to look to aspire to. We need this. We need this. And I love that Black Girls Do had a room about um, collabing over competition, right? And I love that you are definitely somebody who embodies that. Instead of competing, you collab. And it's brilliant because guess what? You get better results, right? You get better clients, you get better relationships, you get better partnerships and opportunities. Would you would you agree? Am I am I tripping? Am I wrong? Like Absolutely. There is so much wealth and connection. Yeah. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm glad that you do that. That's a big, it's a big deal for us and black girls do for that. You know, like you were saying about being on stages, being around people who have events, you know, your clients have events getting involved. So let's get involved. Let's show that support. You know, another reason too to show that support is because we want the support too. I do a lot of asking for people to support network and spill. And I tried to do my best to support other people's shows. Um, you don't see me getting into conversations with folks and being like, Hey, you should follow my show. And then I don't listen to their show. I don't tap in. I don't leave them a five-star review on Apple podcasts or Spotify. Like I'm doing it right. Cause it's just, it's good juju. So definitely show up, share and, and learn and grow. So, okay. 
All right. Well, Coach Jalen, thank you again. Make sure y'all follow her at Dare to Be a Millionaire on Instagram so you can see us on live video in a couple days. I am really excited we had this convo. If anyone has any questions about the conference or anything like that, please reach out to Coach Jalen. Make sure you say that you heard her on the Network and Spell podcast. But, you know, her DMs are open. I'm, I'm certain you've got her on Clubhouse as well. So check her out there. And that's it, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. Coach Jalen, thanks again for, you know, taking the time to have a chit chat with me. We'll Thank you for you having me. It's such an honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll talk to y'all next week. All right. Take care. Cheers. <laughs>